0: Hey lads! Welcome. Hello, hello everybody! It's your boy L Dog in the hise, you know. And if you guys were wondering for those new listeners, hize I have no idea what that means. It's me. Uh, it's me slang back in uh Mexico. The south. Oh, I wanna say the south end of London, but okay, Mexico then. South uh, end of London is where yeah. I I initially was uh, raised. Yeah. Okay. I, I was born in Mexico, you know, Mexico. Been to. Well in mean, in London. Um it's it back in uh, Soho in so, the London. I, yeah. I I guess you can speak four languages and like uh English, uh Chinese, uh Mexican and uh Londonish. I know that what London. Londonish. <laughs> I think they call it English. <laughs> That's what you guys uh, call it uh, what people back in new London and everything. We call it Londonish. Yeah, we is uh outside is not you know something that outsiders we know about you know yeah but anyways check it welcome back to <laughs> welcome Durante to the podcast X, yes uh yeah. it's lads lucas brand welcome back uh to our 15 viewers <laughs> from last week oh it's so pathetic hey you all listening to this just tell your friends right just let them know yeah, what's the harm? It's it's good vibes, man. We're giving good vibes. It's, I, we don't discriminate. Come on, whatever you are, alien can speak English. Come on in, as long I, as him talking about discrimination. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, this week in Singapore, they remember the uh Chinese uh prof lecturer, uh, lecturer. Oh, yeah, from um, Nian, is it? Or Nian, Nian poly? Yeah, there we go. Is it Nian poly? I, I can't think it's remember either one, yeah. Let's, let's search Neon Poly and see what's the first thing that pops up. Neon Polytechnic. And the first thing that pops up is, yes, of course, it has to be that guy. So, um, those people listening in, the since we we're talking about discrimination, you know, let's just uh, throw it back to when this uh, Neon Polytechnic lecturer was shaming this... Uh, Mixed Indian guy For dating a mixed Chinese girl Which which I'm pretty curious What led to that circumstance? Like I really doubt Like some dude Would just Go up to a Chinese guy And like Hey Don't date that Then he's walking down the street Then he's like Ah Interracial couple Let me go and make their lives Harder than it already is (laughs) Oh Uh, man You're a brown guy Living in Singapore I bet your life ain't as hard as mine. Who is a Chinese and gets everything he wants? Yes. <laughs> Wait, I'm Chinese, man. You're half, man. Yeah, you Get all half right. what you want. I you get, get half, half what I want. Yeah. But, you know. Um, yeah, well, That that's just uh, just just some news in uh, yeah, our our nation some news today. Anyways, don't be a racist. Don't be a bigot. Come on, it's 2021. Just grow a pair, man. Just just grow a pair, come on. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. We were talking about IPPT as you can look at the title headline, whatever you want to call it. Yes. The reason we are we are talking about this today is because we have realized that this is one of the widely, the most widely asked, a question for most Singaporean men, at least. Uh, For the ladies, I'm not so sure. Daddy's but, washroom The guy <laughs> You don't understand the joke dude. Okay, basically You guys can watch <laughs> Dictator is actually like An inside joke But anyways I shouldn't have said it Because now everyone's like What's this guy talking Why is he so perverse okay, no, Talking about the ladies' washroom No, I do not do anything I'm not from NUS No, you know why Because you're Now there's two Either yeah. from NUS Or because you mix mixed race Yeah Mixed race <laughs> I tell you my, 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 my father would have You know Really like Gotten it from Everyone, we are walking down Orchard road. <laughs> <laughs> road. Was it Orchard Road? Was it Road? I, I think, think it was Orchard Road. road. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean. I mean, of all places, went in Orchard Road. Of you know, Archie, right? all okay. places, yeah, it has to be there. Uh, you, know why, I mean, you know why? You know why? You know I think, right? Think about it. Think about it. I've given some thought into this. I've did my research. Um, I've even connected it using the red strings. You know how the uh, yeah, yeah CIA does it. the FBI yeah. does it. Yeah. Think about it. He's Chinese. Yeah. What do Chinese people like to eat? Chinese food. Okay, I was going for pork, but yes, Chinese food. Right. Okay. I'm not wrong there. And guess what happens in Orchard Road? They sell Where food. can you find your wonton huh? There's a wonton-y at Orchard Road, man. Nice or not? Exactly, you don't have. That's why he angry. Ah. Uh-huh. well, oh, I would love some wonton right now. Be good. You know what would be good also? What? Briyani. Oh, dude. I would love some Briyani. I know what I want to try right now. I want to try the... Okay, I... I mean, let's not talk about food anymore. Okay, yes, yeah. right, let's, let's, right. get back, let's get back. So, uh, Lucas and I, we have been talking about, we have been discussing and debating. We have our own views on the IPBT. So, before we get started, which will be the second part, which I have not even told Lucas yet about how to train for IPBT, let's talk about the qualms of IPBT. But what I don't like about the current IPBT, let me just give you a lowdown. I was a clerk, I was nobody, I was nothing.
1: I was a trooper.
0: Yes. It's best days of my life. Yeah, so you can don't listen to my advice. But my only problem with IBPT is, they, in terms of the whole intention of IBPT is to test to see which individuals are fit, right? And those who are not will undergo further training. My question or at least my problem with it is why they took away the pull-up. Ah, Why they took away the pull-up? What are their intentions of taking away the pull-up? The pull-up is such a... What are your intentions of taking away the pull-up? Tell me! That's right, my man. That's right. I don't know. But, the pull-up is such a basic, basic movement that has very high carryover for almost any sport. Any sport. Even golf. So, there's so many carryover for a pull-up. Why they take it away? Could it be because of quota? Could it be because they realised that the pull-up caused many injury. It. Yeah, exactly. Or, or maybe they couldn't do it. And they they realised that a lot of Singaporean men are, uh, are weak and they have to take that away. So to show to the international co- community that, hey, uh, I mean, our uh, men are strong. I don't know. I really don't know. That could be true. That could be true. Yeah, and Lucas did argue back, I mean, in a good way. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's fun talks that, hey, there's a reason why the doctors say or at least the fitness experts say in the in the military like hey why we should stop this again i don't know uh i don't know what the intention is uh, but my counter argument to that is because um not every doctor will actually tell you the proper thing to do don't get me wrong yes they have sworn an oath to save your life to protect you but it's because of that exact oath they cannot tell everybody to do the same thing therefore the best bet is to just cancel it out altogether so that everybody will be safe because uh, maybe maybe right because it's such a big pool of people They it's not it's, it's not like every doctor will come into your house to take your measurements and everything just before you go into the military yes you do your physical thing and CBB is it? Yeah, CBB Yeah, CBB But to what extent can they monitor you at an individual level? They can't. So the best is to say everybody can't do it. Better safe than sorry, right? That's the whole mantra. So I don't think the doctors are at fault or the medical professionals are at fault Uh, because we are conscript money. Anyways, that's not the point. That's just my qualms with this. I... I yeah. you should put the pull up lah. Pull up's good, man. Um... Well It's only I mean, uh The thing is that Okay I, I know I, I want to be Impartial about this mm-hmm. But If you're just talking about Removing the pull-up Because we want to get gold And because it's hard And everything Then I don't think that It is um, I mean I, I, I don't really have Any way to Help justify Who's ever uh, Whoever's actions You know That caused that be done because it's not impossible to train for the pullout.
1: Mm-hmm, if you
0: are, mm-hmm, yes, yeah. the thing is, is that if we put in money incentives as well, right? 500 is it 500? think it's 300 for NSFs, 200, 200, 250 for silver. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, you know, I, I didn't care about the silver, I got this, always about the gold for you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in uh, uh London, uh, you uh, know, the- when we were running along the river Thames, <laughs> you know. It's, it's so all about hitting these good timings, you know. It also, I was running back in London. Uh, the, the only river day. I ran was... Singapore, uh, River. river bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, NBS. You know, you, know, you know, I was running on the river Thames, you know. The cold air that, you know, that I inhaled. I came but to Singapore and... Is... Something more humid. Something less cold, you know. It's easier for my lungs. Easier for my lungs. Therefore, the 2.4 mm-hmm. was... Like, okay. uh, walking in the um, park. London all. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was. I was brought up. You know, my 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 family came with twenty dollars to uh, London on and a the a rucksack and, filled with. Uh, yeah, uh, I was carrying my Captain America toy in my in my left hand and my. 20 KG Dumbbell's in my right at the age of four years old. And he's a uh, 40 grand uh Panorama watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my dad's credit card, and of course. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's Black Amex. <laughs> yeah, black Amex. And my dad said, you know what? I'm gonna start a new life here. And it was hard, man. It was hard. It was, it was really hard to choosing between a five-star and a four-star <laughs> hotel, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> the yeah. or the Grand Hyatt. Oh, yeah, anyway, we That's got an there, was, you know it was hard because the penthouse wasn't ready for us. Oh, damn. Wait, about, wait, wait about 10 minutes before they eventually Wait, talk, don't uh, tell it me sh- You got the hibiscus flower instead of the orchid flower That was something that honestly I gave bad reviews for God, damn it uh, bro <laughs> It's the hibiscus, really hibiscus? Come on! <laughs> alright, alright, okay. Then. Back to <laughs> IPVD, alright all right, all So back to the So as I was saying, you know, the, the pull-ups mm-hmm. I, I feel that um, if, if it's really hard And if, uh, let's say I'm a zero fighter I do zero pull-ups why not make it such that instead of doing like like if your goal was 10 why not put it your goal is like now seven uh? i think you, you you reduce the oh goal was ten last time i i, I know, i'm just saying. oh okay okay uh, i if, know if goal was a certain certain uh score why don't you, re- you reduce it uh? so that um and you make the the weight functions because there's points right so like static Static fun, static uh, exercises are only about twenty five percent of the total, hundred points for the current IPBT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why not we uh make the uh the static like you know pull ups could be maybe ten percent of the total score, and then the others could be twenty twenty. You know, other static stations would be twenty twenty, and your run or your run could could uh be forty percent instead. You know, mm. making all like more equal, all rounded. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know what the rationale is behind. I mean, if you guys know, or uh, you have your own opinions, leave it in the comment section down below. I realize this is not YouTube, so you can't comment. <laughs> Just yeah. DM us. Um. So, yeah, let us let us know how you feel, but. No Then again We will never know Why they did that Yeah But uh, I, I bet Most people were so happy When they cancelled the pull up And the shuttle run and the seat and reach I see mm-hmm. We we came to NS all that So uh, That's true That's true Yeah So I, I think I never would, Never have understood Like the pain that uh, oh, we did it enough, enough, through We did in on alpha. Oh uh, yeah Outside But test. I think We went to Poly Did we already have to do it? I can't remember during the, the poly IPPT. Yeah. But anywho, I still feel the pull-up is very basic movement with the highest carryover. Maybe, maybe the injury level was high. I don't know. I really don't know. But, yeah, that, that's one thing. And obviously, I have my other reasons on things that they can put into the IPPT. But then again, I the biggest comparison a lot of people make is with the US Army, right? The, like the gold standard on how a military should be. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And they have things like uh, I, I can see from the website New Army Combat Fitness Test It's a deadlift uh-huh, a, a freaking deadlift uh, Using a hex bar Okay, it's not a straight bar uh, You have a standing power throw Which is basically like a strongman event Where they <laughs> throw it over their heads yep. You have your hand-raised push-ups Which is yep. still a push-up You have a two hundred fifty meter spring t- Drag and carry So this mimics like your mate getting shot in the leg and you have to pull him to cover or or things like that. You know, a 250-meter sprint, drag and carry. You have a leg tuck. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a hanging knee up from a pull-up bar. Bring the knees to the elbows multiple times. So you hang on your pull-up and your knee has to touch your elbows. Which has more carryover than a sit-up, by the way. In terms of core movement. And a two-mile run, which is uh, more than your 2.4 click. But uh, it's supposed to be a 2.4 click. But of course, it's easy to compare, but it's not apples to apples comparison because they volunteered to join. We were forced. So scripted. Sorry, sorry. Um uh, scratch we that, Yeah, here that. To serve the nation. Yeah, that we were, has given us this land that we call home. Opportunities and uh, yes, me. Land of freedom. Yes. I won't okay, I won't I won't go there. I don't even care. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. Uh we can't compare because they, they volunteered and as much as I agree to their combat fitness tests. When's the last time you saw someone who can do a proper deadlift doing their own body weight for reps? Sometimes even in the gym that's even a problem. Um Even a pull-up For some people in the gym Is quite hard Uh, Again Don't get me wrong There are men out there Who can't do a pull-up But are extremely strong It's just Not their thing I I don't want to get into that as well It's Really touchy But anyways So Before we Continue to the second part Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's take a break Uh, We'll get back into And how and for those especially who wants to beat their two point four hour timing, Lucas has tips for you. Has tricks for you. Yep, yep, yep. He will show you how these people in London run up the River Thames. Yeah, It's um, In it, it, it. hey. Uh, it's quite hot. Yeah, but we'll get through it together. You know, that's hey. the, uh, that's the uh what we do what well, in the Soho as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just just, just uh, give you some guys some uh, lowdown. Uh team's yeah. uh great grandfather. Great grandfather, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh he uh was rescued at Dunkirk. Yeah back 19... in the nineteen thirty nine. I didn't watch the movie yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright guys, take a break. We we'll see you guys soon. Uh, all right that was so weird. Okay, ciao. Okay. Bye boys. Alright. We'll Welcome back. It's your boy from Soho, right here. With I don't know why I am talking in American accent, but right. Now, uh, <laughs> like, I honestly have no idea what in God's name is Soho, but I, Soho is I, a I, place. It's a
1: place. It's a place. yeah,
0: it's a place. Like, yeah, there's a place I in always New York. see Soho like, like you know, uh, I, I always get reminded like Soho is a place where you can work and sleep and dine and eat and, you know, it's, it's a, like a, it's, Mount a it's like a district. It's like a it's like a Haugang, you know. It's like, a it's, like a, it's, a it's it's a place in. Uh, in you know, uh Wow, you the, think better than everybody now that, else lah, huh? Of course, in the COVID cases, O'Kang, O-Kang, is, the <laughs> O-Kang is the way, bro. Uh, anyways, yes. welcome back to the second part of the podcast. Uh, e- Well, welcome back. <laughs> it's it's time to get down to the uh, crux of this uh podcast itself, yeah. which is the async of the IPBD. So, okay, we all know that the... uh the biggest problem or the biggest challenge in the IPPT that everyone cannot ace or finds a challenge is definitely the two point four km itself. Um, and um, actually, to be fair, it is not that hard. I think that the eleven thirty is actually a very very relaxed and lenient timing. What's to get. what's the uh passing mark for the average Joe? I think for the average Joe, so if talking about normal NSF that will come in around the age of nineteen to twenty years old, you know, depending on whether they're JC or Polly. Um he needs about fifth a full okay, like okay, to to make it the easiest run. They have the easiest run. Right. Um he needs to score sixty pull ups, say sixty pull ups, sixty push ups. 60 sit pull-ups. Find me that guy that can do sixty pull-ups, sixty push-ups. 60 hey, you can do one now, nah, bro. Oh, uh, and yeah. then uh, he needs to get eleven thirty on a two point four kilometer run in order to get his goal. mm And then, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I think if you are probably listening to this, is uh, you may not be an NSF because you are too busy training. Uh, you may be an NS man who intends to. Get his goal in uh, the upcoming ippt which is of course down. Mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. there are a few ways that you could train for your ippt itself. So I'm just gonna get down to the how it, how you should get started. When when you start running, just basically go for a very very like a simple pace, an easy pace, proper strides, proper ball. Bo- uh, like what what for... is what is a proper stride to you? Proper stride is to for some of you uh, people. Like for me, it's just. Opening up your legs to a comfortable length, like you shouldn't be feeling like you know, like, uh, like you know, like you're, like, you're really like trying to get the further step, like a natural like when you walk, like, mm. that kind. Of, that's probably like a natural stride because there's some people that when they are running, you can tell that they're just like bouncing. I don't know whether you've seen it before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. just like bouncing, like like. Th- then I thinking to myself, like, is it really efficient by doing that? So basically, what you're trying to say is to open up your stride. When yeah, you open up you your run. strike. So when you run. Can I say that I should extend my legs as far as I can during each strike? No, but if you extend, depends on. I don't know, it's, it's like we don't have a video right now, so I cannot actually like, show like, like how people do it. But okay. In a sense whereby like you just try to, I don't know how to explain it. But you you know that it's at least your walking strike should be the bare minimum. Oh yeah. Your walking strike should be the bare minimum. And then when you're opening up the stripe. It should still feel natural. Like it should not be like, I'm having to exert my body extensively. Like it it's, like, it will. It should still feel natural mm. when you're running. You're not, you're, like you're not overextending your. Yeah, yeah, correct. You're not overextending. Like, so so your yeah, after... hip flexors would be a problem. Yeah, then that should be yeah. Then I know for some people they like to go slow and then eventually find the momentum on maybe in around like after lap one. So after the first lap after the first four hundred meters, they get faster and then they'll continue that consistency. And then by the time they hit uh so from lap two to four, they are usually at their at their peak. Which is like the four hundred meters to about one point six at their peak. And then that's where people you know, things start to go down. And it's very very usual. It's very very common because once you hit that one point six Km, it's where you really the fatigue really starts to kick in. And hmm. that's where that really will separate you from your 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 goal huh? so that's the most important. How about shoes, to... man? What, what about shoes? Okay, for shoes, like what do you want to know about shoes? I think for... like, there are certain people who have flat food who have fat food. I <laughs> know that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Personally like, I don't I don't I, mean... I don't I don't really have like I didn't really like when to go into my research about the shoes. But I've if you're if you're someone that uses like um uh, like like something soft there's a lot of people that will say the A6 gel light, but I still feel that, yeah, it is soft, I think, at first, but something that consistently, like, I keep on using it and I have never had a problem with it. Like, I'm always in awe. It's like, you know, like, sometimes that when you have something new and then at the start, it's like, wow, you get this, like, oh, damn, I love it, I love it, I love it. Then after a while, the, you know, the value of it just starts to decrease. Yeah. So, I, I did have a few, like, running shoes that I used and I think the A6 was one as well. That at the mm. start it felt so soft running on it. After a month it just went down. Um the other pair that I used to use is the Nike Zoom Fly Fly Knit. Um and that pair was brilliant because I after I used it for like a month, two, three, you know, I've always felt that it was always very soft. Like cushion my landing, it was really like easy running that shoe. Mm. I would recommend all the zoom series that Nike is using right now. Um, but the like the zoom tempo. Uh, Alpha. Or is it Zoom? Is it Zoom Tempo or the Alpha Tempo, or whatever? I love the Infinity Run because my I have pretty wide feet, mm. so it has a wider toe box. The Reacts uh, Nike Reacts uh. Yeah, the Reacts Infinity React something mm. like that. Yeah, it has a w- very wide toe box, and it has a very wide base. Mm. And okay, it, it's not like it's not a marathon runner's pair of shoe. It's a bit heavier, mm. but for me, it gives me support. Actually, I think that the React itself is very like it's lighter. Is, uh, yeah, 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 it's lighter than most, and I still yeah. feel that that's a good pair. Yeah, thank It's a bit pricey, but I think it's worth it, especially for your run. It's pricier to get yourself injured and go and fix it rather than just buy a good pair of shoes. Yeah, then, um, in terms of another good sort, like I did, like we probably did sell Nike a bit right here, right? Um, you can sponsor us, that- Nike, anytime, anytime, man. <laughs> just anytime, right now. I, I think that right now, right now, right, right now we're good. You know, I always I love Nike products, so I'm not gonna lie right here that I don't want to be sponsored by them. But I think that there are some good ones out there as well. Um, I think that Adidas Ultra Boost, no well, Ultra Boost is good. Yeah, it's very. Ultra, Ultra, Ultra Boost Ultra. Is, is really yeah. good. Um, it's good support on the ankles as well. So that is definitely a shoe that um you might want to look into. It it's great for, like after your run, you can use it for casual wear. So I it think that's good too. Very yeah. good. Uh, dual purpose. Um. I think another shoe would be the Soconi Endorphin Pro. Mm. That mm. is, yeah. So, I think Soconi also does have, like, they're getting better with their, yeah. And I think something that you want to look into is that there are two kinds of, like, soles right now that are currently the hottest. I think, to me, lah, to me, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not working for any shoe shoe company, so definitely, I don't know, like, what's in them. Like, oh, what's the research and everything behind, but I do know that um foam running shoes, like, the foam-based, they are getting uh, more popular. They are gaining popularity. And um, your gels, you know, your gel bases, you know, like your A6 gel lights. Um, they've also, you know, some people do have like, take a liking towards them. Um and Besides your two front runners, Nike and Adidas, I've mentioned Sokoni. I've also talked, I'm going to talk about um HOKA. H-O-O-K-A. HOKA, Hoka um, ones. Hoka's good. HOKA ones. Yeah. yeah, HOKA ones. Yeah, those are also something that a lot of people are trying to like uh, are trying to test out, and it's actually very soft as well. So those are good pairs of shoes that you can run with. Um, I think Under Armour is also coming out with a few. Not wrong. What's the one? The cloud one. The the one with the the sole like you know like hollow. It's like a hollow sole. Hollow sole. Is that uh, you know what I mean? Is the that cl- the one? The clout something. Really sure. I can't remember. The, I, I remember just clout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure. But these are the Hawker and I've seen people, more people running with the Hawkers and the Sofonee shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So, I, I've read reviews. They are positive. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sometimes you just have to be careful with the way that um these shoes, because of all the foam and the sturdiness, when you land, it, it may affect, like, your joints and everything. So, of course... um. You might want you might want to test it out. Okay, but let's say uh, scenario. Uh a dude who doesn't exercise much in his life, studies <laughs> well, plays game, hang out with his girlfriend, loves to eat batomi. That's me, that's not me. I love to eat batomi, <laughs> but that's not me. But what would you want him to do? <laughs> okay, no, but what he wants besides buying a shoe, like what would you want him to take, undergo? So, you telling run me NSF. Okay, so I'm going to take yeah, yeah. point of view that I'm a PT. Is it PT? Is it FT? Hey, FT was a fitness trainer. Fitness trainer at, uh, at BMT. And I oh, get yeah. this what, guy. What would you want him to do? To do, do no. increase his 2.4. To increase his 2.4. So, basically, what I want him to do is that. I want him to first to get out there on the track and then run at that pace that he, after the run, he... Is, so, there's two kinds of paces, lah. We talked about list which Liz which is low intensity, steady state, which means I probably, like, after the run, he still can talk and everything. I don't want him to be hitting that because we are not here to cut that weight if he's, like, a normal, like, uh, I guess, leaner version. So he doesn't need to cut that weight, but he's just poor uh cardio, anaerobic fitness. So yeah. what I want him to do is to go a level higher than that. So after the run, he is pushing himself to the max, but he's not completely, like, um dead maybe about close to about 100%, so maybe 90%, 80%. Uh, that is good enough, you know, uh, I think speed. So from there, we, like I said, and then when he runs that, because we always want, like I think in strength training also, we want to set the, um, your what, one rep max. Yeah, so that is our form of one rep max. La. We want to know the, the base, how the fast baseline. he can run. Yeah, how fast yeah. is his baseline? Okay. Yeah. How can we, uh, set the next interval, the next goal for him to reach? as uh, yes, each week. Uh, and then, are there certain foods you want him to eat or like certain exercise as uh, things he can stretch or I um, mean, besides, you know, buying a shoe? For, I think some people would say to stretch. Some people say not to stretch. Personally... Um, yeah, it's just a yeah, quite grey area. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that the best would be a combination of both uh, dynamic and static stretches. Uh, Your dynamic stretches could be just like, your, you know, like, just take a short run before or even just like some uh, some jogging on the spot, there's jumping jacks. Those are just... I think the SAF does that very, very well. <laughs> just that they really I cannot okay, very, really, very really well, but they do incorporate a mix, mixture of static and dynamic stretches into their workout. Yeah, of course, if you feel like it's a bit more tight, because everyone is different, right? So I think it's, it's good for you to do your own stretching after the SAF warm-up. But if you're on your own, of course, everything, uh, you start with your neck, go all the way down. Your uh, shoulders as well, want to loosen that up. Um, sometimes people will feel a bit of back pain in their lower back. uh stretch it out. And of course, your legs are important. Then, you know, get the blood flowing, get heat heat into your muscles with your dynamic stretching, which is your, your jumping jacks and a bit of uh, jogging sport and everything. Okay, then when it comes to your training itself, so this is the part where I think, like, um, what you could do is that you could do your sprint trainings, which is like your thirty second sprints, then sixty seconds or thirty seconds of uh like uh, just a slow jog, and then thirty second sprint, and then ten uh thirty seconds of slow jogging or two minute of slow jogging, and that is going to be effective, and you are definitely going to feel yeah. Then uh what you could also do is uh your interval training. I think interval trainings honestly have been the most beneficial to me in my training. I feel that's the best. Interval training. So, so like sprints. Uh... So, you want to clock in your... Let's say you want to clock in your 2.4. Mm-hmm. Then you need... You know that each round, you need to clock in a certain speed. Uh, Let's say you need to clock in a minute 45. And right now, you're clocking in at 2 minutes. So, from next week, when you go down to the track, you want to aim at 155 per round. So, per 400 meter, you hit 155. I right. mean, 55 seconds. Yep. And then... Uh, you want to do that about two times to three times a week. I would say three if you had the time, if not two times. Mm. You know, then uh the following week you maybe going to do your IBPT or the third time of the week you could do an IBPT to see the effects of uh like how much you eventually like like decrease because obviously running the IBPT, um, you obviously running IBPT and trying to push your mental barrier is also a way to train, mm. but you may find that that way may not always be effective. So, so I think in that case. From I mean, from from the way you say it, a lot of this like if you want to hit a good time for your two point four, it's really about your mindset. One well, mindset is definitely more. because like I said when you hit that fifth and sixth lap. Yeah, exactly. You know, your your mind starts to get a toll like, oh shit, man, it's six lap really. Come on, two more, two more, three more. Yeah, you, when you hit the fifth lap, right? You, I think you will sway between that option. And I, I realise it's very really true. I've been like, since secondary school, they, you know, like my PE teacher told me, once you hit that fifth lap, right, you're going to tell yourself like, mm, you know what, honestly, I can or cannot make it. Because by the time you hit your fifth or sixth lap, you know that, um, you only have so much energy. If you are five seconds off your goal or five seconds off your timing, mm. there's only so much energy you can do to put yourself back on that timing and mm. then eventually hit your goal. So a lot of people will be swaying in between that. Like, um, you know what? I think today's not the day that I'm going to hit that goal. Yeah. So that is the point where you really have to dig deep. Yeah, I, I did uh, back in the first circuit breaker about a year ago. Oh mm. man, it's been a year. <laughs> it's been more than a year. Yeah, it's been right. I I I also like a very heavy strength athlete and I, I decided to um get myself involved in the more different variety of sports to feel and understand the whole pressure behind those stuff. So I got behind running, right? And yeah, I mean like what you said, the the, the footwear is really important. I did use my typical um Rebox nano shoes I mean not just CrossFit types You know just gym shoes When I got my first Nike React I can't remember the name But yeah Along those lines It felt so different I had more bounce In my my stride Yeah And it didn't feel My knees don't feel That Pain My lower back Did not feel the amount Of pressure It still hurts But Not that bad And My timing improved In a month's time Yeah the bounce is insane. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, exactly. I can... <laughs> I mean, it might seem trivial, but oh man, that bounce... And like, I think I agree. I The best way to improve your 2.4 is to just run. Keep on going. I, I think it's either for time. Like maybe this week or this period, this month, you can go for time. Or maybe go for speed. Or go for endurance. Like just keep on running nonstop. You know, and... And then when it's time for you to calculate your 2.4, like how fast mm. you can run, you realize that you actually run faster. And that's what yeah. I realized. Or you can put weights yeah. on your body, you know. Like I, I wore a, a a vest with, uh, I think about 7 kilos of weights inside. And I realized that once I took it off and I ran, oh my, my timing from 18... Okay, yes. 18 minutes, okay. <laughs> it from 18 minutes to 15 <laughs> minutes in a month. And... and it's quite amazing you know 3 minutes off is quite a bit uh. yes, yes, yes 3 minutes yeah. off is. obviously I'm not that standard anymore because I don't run that often uh, I do more swimming now but yeah, I, I think what you say makes sense it's, it's just going through the motions uh, going for time going for speed going for distance hmm. uh, getting proper footwear and just building that resilience because I feel that after a certain distance in your head it's just really all about your mental strength Yeah. Everything's just momentum. Your body's just momentum going through the motion. Yeah. Um, It's your head that, you know... You did mention about swimming and then I also want to talk about cycling as well. Um, Personally, and I think a lot of people uh, will feel this way, that the swimming and the cycling doesn't really translate into the running. Mm. It's because of all the impact that uh, running has on the legs that, you know, causes your whole body to feel fatigued. So people would say like you mm. know, I've been I've been uh I can run like I can cycle so long and everything. And after that, um when I when I transit to running, like why doesn't like I why don't I feel the same way? And it's because of the impact that it has, like running and sw- like cycling has on your legs. Yeah, your 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 thighs are aching and everything. Um, after a long time. The cycle. carryover is different, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, you know the translation and um it's mm. a good way to build up a bit of strength in your legs definitely no no doubt about that uh cycling that will definitely build up the strength in your legs. but if you are going to be running if you're just focusing on running then um once in a while it's okay to do cycling, but your main focus should be on the run itself yep. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah yeah it's um yeah, so I think my best way that I would say for you to train is that um do your interval trainings uh Brand mentioned uh important point where we talked about uh weight training. Um. Do not use your ankle weights. Do use your body weights. You realize that your ankle weights will eventually um. Maybe because, a vest. You know. Yeah. You. Uh, sorry. Yeah, use. Did I say, vest. 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 You mean. Vest, vest. Yeah. Use vest. Use your. You know your 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 weighted vest instead. Because your ankle weights right will actually affect the your mechanics of your run, the way or your that you Correct. Hey. So the way that your your legs stride right because of that 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 thing dangling there right, it will not allow your limbs to actually.
1: Full range of yeah the
0: full range of motion the action that your legs the natural action that your legs actually take you could eventually feel yourself like you're marching just fast you know you're trying to lift your legs higher than it already is the thing is you're not in a sprint you don't need your legs your knees to be so high mm. you, you 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 need your legs just to go further you know as well not high I don't know I think sprinting wanna get, right, you want to get high knees and everything but I think that's, that's the downside about ankle weights that people do not realise um, so I think the introduction of this weighted vest that I think recently people have started using in the past like four or five years, um, it's actually like it will be actually better than the ankle weight. which I have actually, to my surprise, has a lot of difference in the way I run, and mm. my timing. Cause my my timing improved like tremendously during that period. Mm. Um, they lose my yeah, for sure. The gyms were closed. Uh. I don't know. I I just feel and and the way your arms move and the way your body works, it just felt better. Yeah, sorry, different. But once I took it off, it felt better. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it corrected my posture, the way I run. Like I used to run very hunchback, you know, Mm. with my body down, my head down, because I didn't want to look forward. But I realized that it all comes from the shoe. Once I I changed my shoe and the way I ran. My posture changed. My lower back started to feel a lot different. My mindset took a 180 turn and and it just felt better. Yeah, there was not much impact on my knees and my lower back. So, I mean, uh, again, 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 I just want to say that if you have a medical condition or what, just ask and seek for medical professional help first. Ask your doctor first. Right. Uh, these are just our experiences and our opinions. Um, opinions, 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 opinions. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that's pretty important, especially uh, what Lucas said about uh the weighted vests, and I don't know the the footwear just made a big impact on me because mm-hmm. I changed that part, and a lot of my the way I ran changed the better. Mm. So um to add on to that so to close this whole entire like um running, App, seg- running segment running running segment right before we go on to before Brent touches on the statics. Um if you are really down to wanting to improve your 2.4 timing first you get your baseline first. Okay. Then you can do two well, kinds sorry, of training. What what do you define as your baseline? Baseline means you go for your run at 90 80 to 90% of your of your max speed and only you will know your max speed, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. eighty to ninety is just fine because hundred percent means you're sprinting, so eighty to ninety mm-hmm. is just fine. Um. Then after that, uh, no need at that time. Then work on it. So like, how your inter you can do your sprint training, uh. But the most uh, I think compared to sprints, I think the best um, sprint training will definitely build out your your cardiovascular ability, because you are running. So it's not like. Translating your cycling or swimming cardiovascular ability into running, so your sprints will do it perfectly, uh, more effectively la. Uh, what will be better will be when you hit your inter- your interval trainings. That means you run about six to eight laps, of uh rounds. So how it works is that if let's say you want to hit your your twelve minutes for your IMBD, so each round should be two minutes and uh, yeah, each round should be about two minutes. So In for two minutes, then after that, uh, okay, sorry, sorry. Let's say you're running twelve minutes, okay. That means each round is two minutes, and you want to hit your, uh, eleven thirty. Okay, so I think that's about one fifty five, uh, a lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you should uh, like maybe your next round next week, your first week of training, you hit one fifty eight. Second week you hit one fifty five, and then for the third week you try to maintain that one fifty five if you want to hit a 150 or 145, then every week try to decrease by 5 seconds or you should aim for like every subsequent week you aim for 5 seconds. If you cannot hit 5 seconds, your timing should still decrease on average per lap. So mm. that means if you were if trying to hit 155 but maybe this week you only hit 158, uh, compared to 2 minutes, I think that's still good enough. Yeah, and next week you aim. Because there's definitely times where you were stagnant. So when you come to stagnancy right, in your training, right, you is that what? I don't know. Uh, when it starts to stagnate, then um use your weighted vest. If you don't have a weighted vest, maybe you wanna uh, um like use a speed up speed. like me uh run faster during that time. Like tell yourself, okay, this time round I'm gonna run yeah. faster and, and see how it goes. Elevation or training training elevation. Elevation, fast. yeah. yeah. Elevation, yeah. So that will that will make a big difference and that will make yeah, it make a big difference. Other than mm-hmm. that, I think this is for we our wrapping up the uh running segment and we can move on to statics alright so let me just summarize Uh, correct me if I'm wrong so your the first part will be your footwear I think that's really really important yeah. depending if you have flat foot or whatever foot you have um, second part is your mindset to switch it up whenever you can mm. right Uh, maybe for time for distance or for speed don't do the same thing every other training session yeah and third thing is to use certain things like weighted vests or, uh, and to increase your strike, your length of your stride. Yeah. And to move your arms and, well, to breathe, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I have done certain things like sprints as well mm-hmm. over uh, just to increase my 2.4 timing. It didn't really help. <laughs> really? <laughs> but, yeah, okay. For me, it didn't help. The weighted vesting really helped me a lot really helped me a lot. Mm. Especially once I took it off. Like, I... I obviously, I ran for a normal run um, to myself. I was so breathless. Then I put on the weighted vest. I kept running for like a month. Even more months, breathless. Even more breathless. But once I took it off and did my proper four, I realised like, oh my god. It was no so easy. Yeah, I didn't feel like... Because it's, it's so hard to breathe in the weighted vest. Especially the heat and the humidity. And the weight crushing on your chest, right? Well, once the, you humidity, took it off, right? the humidity, makes, yeah, it the a humidity makes a big difference, yeah. But once I took it off, right, my 2.4 timing was cut short from 18 minutes to 16 to 15 to yeah. 14 minutes plus. And yeah, and, and it felt really good. A, a we, little bit of advice would be to uh, do your, if you're NSF, you probably want to do your trainings around like Night is fine because usually NSFs you do your IPT in the morning. Mm-hmm. But if you are an NS Men, you usually do your IPT after work. So it's around five to in six. Evening. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So uh timing the train will be five to six according to the heat and humidity that you that time in day. Because the night runs and the day runs really make the heat. Then yeah, one or two degrees really makes a difference in the amount of water that you use, Temperature, yeah. Temperature makes yeah. a big ass difference. So your yeah, hydrations, um, you you need to learn how to hydrate. But we can talk about these uh the nooks and crannies in a different segment because like hydration, and uh, nutrition is very, very different, it's very technical as well. So we yeah. should be in okay. class. Okay. Anyways, uh we'll be back with uh hopefully the last segment if we don't talk too much. Yep. <laughs> uh you'll see you guys soon. And uh, right. stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, bye-bye. See you guys. Break, uh, it's us again. Yes. We it's, did talk a lot about running. Yep, we have, yeah. Yes, and uh, well, I guess you guys are... Well, I, honestly speaking, the running part is the biggest problem for yeah, most people. because it had... Most people. I mean, it's usually 50% of the, uh, the po- total points... The that whole rubric, need, yeah. It is, mean, it ...that you it could is, achieve yeah. as well. But usually people don't really have problems with the push-ups or... I mean, usually, but I do see a fair share of my... uh of you know, my friends when we were training for IPT that found it a problem. Funny thing is the push-up. Okay. Um I might be wrong here, but I just feel that many people don't know how to do a push-up. Yes, they know how to It's damn easy to cheat, anyways. Um, <laughs> <that, laughs> yes, uh, release system, right? That that machine thing that I think is do, DMT... the machine thing is the okay. First of all, yes, fine. It cancels out the probability of cheating but it also does cancels out the proper reps of proper form it cancels out the human factor yeah they, yeah, it's... That, that helps you to to diminish you know like I don't know distinguish between a, a proper, proper rep proper rep and what well, is not a good rep oh well anyway <laughs> I tell you the funniest push-up that I've seen the funniest thing that how they beat and it's actually honestly like okay just the thing when why I find that it's bad right it's because when it comes to training right Like, the instructors or your your BNT sergeants will tell you how to beat the machine rather than how to get your 60 push-ups. Okay, or how to do a proper push-up. Many of times I see when people do push-ups, they use their shoulder. Their arms are always at the front near the position of their head. And again, that really depends on the individual level. But for most guys, they are always doing that and their rotator cuffs or at least the front part of their shoulder will take the brunt of it and your triceps. And not the chest muscle, which is, by the way, a, a sub- substantial amount of meat that you can use to help you in your push-up, which nobody uses. So what I do for a push-up is, just a tip, I mean, again, it really depends on an individual level. But at least for most guys, your arms, your hands should be below your shoulder width. Just the imagine arms, yeah, okay. just imagine you're doing like a okay, Lucas can see, I have no idea how to explain this motion. Oh, what do you call this? Like um like when you you're oh, opening a yeah, yeah,
1: door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, like like the position when you're opening the door, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when like you know your your hand grabs the handle of a door, that position is the most natural position your body has. Think about it. When you want to elbow someone, let's say someone at the back who just want to elbow him because you hit the fella. What will you do? You won't Uh, go from under the arm and hit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is You won't go over your head and elbow him like that, right? Because that's, in that sense, I quote, unnatural. Which it is. It's unnatural. We we go things in a natural movement where our body allows us to go. So when you do a push-up We go things in a natural motion. Wow. Look at... (laughs) (laughs) we <laughs> can <Big ad. laughs> come on wow. man. I'm, okay. I'm David Attenborough Wong Attenborough Attenborough and Wong uh, yeah yeah we, we go through like a very natural motion of things so when you do a push up it's sh- just like when you do a bench press it's literally a push up is an inverse bench press or a push an inv- a bench press is an inverse push up Yeah, same difference but when you do a bench press for example right you don't go straight down you do a very J pattern, like where it goes from above at your head all the way down to your lower chest because that's how your shoulders work. It doesn't just do this, it doesn't maximize the most muscle, number of muscle. You can't say and... you just do this because they don't know. What oh, yeah, mean. they can't see. Yeah, they can't yeah. see. God damn it. We should do a YouTube video. You know what? Let's do a TikTok soon, like we, I promised. Like <laughs> a proper push up, you know, like, like. Yeah, we should do it. Okay, but then again, a proper push up is subjective to the individual who's because doing it. The thing is, right, is that right now you're teaching them to do a proper push-up. They don't but care. Can't, yeah, they can They don't care whether or not it's a proper push-up. They care, what that's we care true. about is whether they how, hit a 60 push-ups. How close your chest touches the uh, the uh fist. That's how we measure. And the, the guy with yes. the counter will right, so Okay, okay what, but a proper push-up allows you to do more reps, which allows you to be more efficient in the push-up, which allows you to in that sense, to maximize the muscle groups used <laughs> and not have further injuries based on a poor push-up. I've seen so many poor push-up techniques and it's not like just one or two fellas. Like mean, a bunch of people like during my BMT days or even now mm. you see YouTube videos, many people are doing push-ups with their arms flat out. Yep. They're going straight down 90 degrees. That's wrong. Your arms should be right next, almost to your hip at your mm. lower ribcage area around that portion. And when you do a push-up, you're not going in a straight motion down. It's not down. It's like a slant. It's like a J pattern. It's like you go over and down. You go up and down. You don't just go straight down. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to explain right now. I, I, I kind of get it, you you know, know what
1: I mean? I, it. I think it, people will not get it. Yeah.
0: We should do a YouTube video. But it's, mm. it's it's like a J pattern in a bench press. You don't go straight down in a bench press. It hurts your shoulder blades. It hurts your rotator cuff. And it's a wrong activation of muscle. Okay, again subjective. But so, you get so, what i mean. Okay. So you've been trying to tell us the proper form. But what if I have the proper form? Okay. And you know, again, I am stuck with I think a very, very common number, maybe what, twenty to thirty push ups. But what we want is we we give for the full max, sixty mm-hmm. push ups in a minute because How can you to... train for that? Yep. The best way to push up to train for a push up is to do a push up. Mm. But rather than just say, Okay, today I'm gonna try to in fifty or sixty or seventy, break it up into hypertrophic sets. Maybe okay. I'll do twenty reps, five sets. Mm. I'll rest about ninety seconds each in in between each set. I'll hit mm-hmm. again. And switch up and spice up your routine. Maybe I'll do an ink like, time. Ch- Maybe I'll put my feet. Maybe put some weights, chili party in your mouth and do some push ups. This is not my meant by spice lot but uh, sure. chili body works. Why Tabasco, sriracha? Tabasco sriracha is just like so spicy for Western people, but it's just uh, so a sauce to us. there's this guy in my secondary school, right? He was like, he pour chili sauce on his like, like he took like he like often doesn't eat chili sauce. Like he says spicy, mm mm-hmm. chili sauce, chili sauce really spicy, chili sauce spicy. I I. <sighs> I don't want to say yeah. I think go home lah. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to say. I don't want to say. <laughs> Alright. But yeah, I mean a couple of ways you can do it. You can put you can elevate your feet. Some people actually like to do uh, handstand push-ups which I feel that it's a uh, very good for your shoulder mobility and mm-hmm. your over shoulder rotation. Is it, is it rot- bad? Really like you know injuries or No, I think uh handstand push-ups are one of one of the tests to show your overall body strength. Mm. Really, it's so, okay. Okay, uh, Just being yeah. Exhorted. Don't don't talk about carryover and things like that. But yeah, mm. I think I think it's just a very aesthetic thing to do. Uh, of course it's hard. I I'm not a calisthenics instructor or mm. a follower, so I really don't know how to do it in the proper form. Ooh. I got try. I did try. Uh, it didn't really end well. I slept. My body just crashed to the ground. Would you like uh? Would you like um, uh, advise people to to do the inverse okay. is it the inverse incline or the negative incline push ups yep you putting the your feet where... on, on, ele- yeah. on an elevation yeah for yeah. sure but the higher you go you realise you put more a force on your shoulder blades shoulder blades your, your shoulder muscles or your rotator cuffs um, mm. and not really your chest Um, you can do the opposite where you put your hands on an incline mm. that means your hands are higher than your feet yeah uh, but to an extent you can't really do much um, but in times of COVID when you don't really have a gym and a bar to go to that's the best you can do and for most people who are in or uh, sitting in the military talking about IPPT pushups well, combat 60 pushups combat feet la, yeah. Yeah. it's not really a hard thing to do I, I, I feel the hardest thing to do is set a 2.4 because yeah. it's more mental than it is physical yeah, yep. when you do the 2.4, and I would attest to that. Um, But if you really want to ace your push-ups, if you have the gym, the best way to ace your push-ups is to do hypertrophic bench press movements. Just go for a flat bench and do for hypertrophy. 10 reps, 12 reps, 15 reps with weights. you realize that your push-ups will increase after a while. Same thing with your pull-ups. The best way to train your pull-ups is just to do, just to do more pull-ups or bend over rows. You realise after a while, once you increase your weight, your intensity, you will start to do, your, you increase your reps in your, your, your pull-ups. Yeah. It, it's not that hard. As for your sit-ups, mm. let me just say that I am not an advocate for sit-ups. I'd rather you do a farmer's walk, okay, squeeze ball rollout, you know, with the big yeah. ass yoga ball yep, thing, yep, yep. or a plank. There is more carryover to more daily things in life than or a the, sit-up. Or, or the roller, right? Yeah, I, the roll is fine, actually. I think the roll is a, a pretty... one of the, if, you can't, if you can't do the Swiss ball rollout, I think the roll is good. Enough. The roll is bad. Uh, and there's more stability. Okay, okay. I mean, you can agree with me. The Swiss ball rollout, even though it might seem so harmless, just a stupid ball and then you roll out, right? It's not harmless. Oh no. my, dude. It's so harmless. Hard. Harmless is, is not even an understatement. There needs to be another word for under for harmless. <laughs> then, that's the understatement. <laughs> but it's really very hard. When I first found out about this thing, I was like, okay, let's try it out. Lucky I was alone. So, I wasn't embarrassed. Like, it's just me. Oh, five reps was so difficult. You know? It took me weeks just to extend my arm fully, hold it there, and then come back. Ah. And for, for those who don't know what I'm, we are talking about, is basically doing a plank v- position on a Swiss ball or the ah, lower yes. ball. And then extending yes, okay. your arms all the way straight and holding it for like one, two seconds and pulling it back yeah. without using your legs. Your legs are just like screwed to the ground. And then this is the part where they say, have you ever done a plank, man, on a Swiss ball rollout? You realise that your body is elevated and, you know, it's so much easier to bring know. a full plank. <laughs> this is the part where I say, "That you and just shout out and go and do it. Do it. <laughs> so the Swiss ball rollout is next level. It's so difficult. I mean, of course, if you are one who does a human flag for lunch uh, just because you can, then obviously this doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh full made respect to that, you know. Yeah, that's it's crazy. His... That's next level. I yeah. respect to that. As a... That's one of my bucket, uh, bucket Fitness list, bucket but... list. Yeah, yeah. Hitler's bucket list. Fitness, fitness. Oh, no. oh, oh Hitler. Oh my god, man, Hitler. Hitler. Fitness bucket list. <laughs> it's another six million guys, man. Too much. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's actually pretty difficult. Anyways, so yeah, I'd rather you do that than uh uh. A sit-up and John would argue if you want to compare a sit-up and a crunch just do a crunch it's it's more carryover but anyways yeah uh, if you want to excel in your crunch uh, sorry in your sit-up the best way is just do more sit-ups or even better yeah spice mm. up your sit-ups like what Lucas has said you can do the uh, Swiss ball roll up, or you can do the the whale one what's it called the, I don't know, it's roller, roller, roller. The roller, roller thing, yeah. the wheel thing. Yeah, that, that's yeah, another way you can do it. Yeah. And uh, one more tip you can take is to split it up into sets. Don't do it in one shot. Maybe do 20 reps, go for four sets. And then rest for 60 to 90 seconds in between and mm-hmm. keep on doing it. And over time, every week increase by two or three reps per set. So maybe this week you go 20 reps. Four sets next week, you go mm. 23 reps. Four sets the following week, 25, four sets, or maybe 26 sets. You know, things like that. Increase your intensity, you start to realize that you get better at doing it. And especially for static stuff, besides running, um, like Bruce Lee, I think it was Bruce Lee who said it, Bruce do it for. I, yeah, do it for 10,000 hours and you become a professional or something like that. I really have no idea. I thought it's 10,000 kicks. I, oh, I do it. not respect the man that does something. something, something. Uh, yeah, Just go and practice. Uh, just go <laughs> go and do. It's it's easy. It's easy to say like, oh, I should do this, I should do that. The best way to do it is just to go and do it. Speed it up. If it's too difficult for you, speed it up. Yeah. Um, just split up um, that's the best way so I can say. what about like um, is there such thing as elevated sit-ups no. They are right like in negative elevated. one the, like you do, uh, sorry in the main oh in yeah on the bench on the bench yeah um, I'm not a fan of that again because it's not exactly healthy for your lower back okay. a, put, uh, a sit-up itself actually is not very good for your lower back uh, so I, I I really don't like to do a normal sit-up usually if you train with me I will do a farmer's walk uh, mm-hmm. a yoke carry, I'll do a Swiss ball rollout of the roller thing. Okay. Rather than a sit-up or a crunch. Because mm-hmm. there's not much carryover. Think about it. The whole point of your core, uh, by yep. the way, is just not your six-packs. It's the whole entire thing that wraps around your abdomen. goes around your lower back as well. Yeah. The, high, the most amount of usage it has is to stabilize your lower body to your upper body. Which means Let's say you are Carrying a bag Yes You will stabilize that Or you're climbing Over a wall You stabilize that Or walking Long distances Stabilizes that Mm. How often I'm not saying no But how often Will you be in a position Where you do a sit up What do you think My answer is going to be When we wake up In the morning I will roll out of bed (laughs) Uh... Right. That's that's why there's a term bit. You, you don't sit up on off your bed or whatever. No, but you get up. But you roll yeah. out, you know? Uh true. Yeah, so let's this I'm not saying no, but there's very really little carryover with a sit up. I rather think about it. Let's say you're a soldier. You're yeah. shot in the chest, you're wearing your LBV. you have your your, your weights your your plated you're your plated with everything your armour everything yeah right? yeah it got shot with a 5.56 it okay. got knocked to the ground yes okay? and Play then was you like going to get up in your chest whatever dude you get my Wait, you know what joke's on you cause I'm gonna dodge those bullets <laughs> <laughs> you thought me main trick is it no Ron that fast I'm oh, gonna yeah, dodge sorry. those bullets like, I didn't know you were the flesh. I thought you were Flash flesh in bed, bro. Not, not in... <laughs> I'm <laughs> not the flesh, sir. i think about it. You got shot. You got shot. Yeah. And let's say you survived. Your your, your vest got broken. Your armor got broken, right? Yeah. But you yep. survived that impact. Yes. How often would you come up from the ground just sitting up? You will roll down. You will roll to a cover <laughs> and then you will slowly get yourself up and then you'll hold your rifle, right? And just like... Oh, God damn it. You won't just like, just sit up and like, oh, wow, look at that sit-up. No, right? But I'm a, super, I'm a super soldier, so this is what happens when I get shot, right? I'll get out and I'll say, got me good first time, second time won't happen. You yeah, weaklings, of course, will roll and I actually understand. But the second time it does happen, right, you're going to be dead because your armor got broken. Really. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I take a guy's armor that, you know, got shot in the head, so I still got his... Uh...
1: Okay, like you're know
0: that fast enough to break open his LBV, take out yours, and then put his one back in <laughs> from the front and the back and the side. I mean, go for it, <laughs> yeah. But okay, I mean, uh, what if what if, but you see, that's the thing. So, you, um, what if I do, you know, like, if right now I count, it, let's say I'm doing 20 push ups, 20 sit ups, okay, but I can plank. What What's a decent timing for a plank? Huh, I mean, interesting question. I, I really have no clue what does good okay, let, let's, say, and let's playing. Say a minute one minute oh All man right. one minute feels like freaking forever <laughs> All right let's say one minute okay but now because I think that my core is like more functional right stronger okay so I do I train for a minute and a half of, a minute and a half mm. will I be able to hit like how many more steps will be will I be able to do sit-ups well I, I I really don't think that's a fair comparison like the mm. amount of sit-ups equals to the amount of time you can take for a plank yes yeah I just feel a plank will have way more carryover. so than if I'm training for an should I, I should be more just, I should just focus on training for the sit-up yeah just Ends do more sit up sit-up once in a while with planks and uh, swiss ball rollouts or the roller roller yeah Right crunches. I would, I'd rather take a crunch than a sit-up any day. But again, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you've been hearing us talking about sit-ups and things like that. Like, how we don't agree with a sit-up. But, again, to answer your question, how do you get good at sit-ups? Just do more sit-ups. Break it up into sets and reps. And increase it over time. It's called intensity. Increase it over time. You can add things like weights. Add it to your chest. There could be one. You can do uh concentric movements, like slow down your concentric side. Maybe for example, you go up fast and then you go out go down slow, control mm-hmm. your movement. It will improve as well. Uh another way it could be doing all those, what we said earlier, and maybe after three to four weeks, on the fifth week or the fourth week, you can go for reps. Go as much as you can. Just to test your one rep max in that sense, you know what I mean? Your full rep max. And then you see where you are. Um, at least that's for the static part. Which, honestly speaking, the ITBT is pretty simple. It's just I mean, yeah push up, sit up, and two point four. The two point four mm-hmm. is the killer, not the static part. Two point four, yeah. You anyways now they have this rule where like you gotta rest like ten minutes after oh, really? your your static. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, okay, okay, so okay. I think it's more than enough time for you to. This is this resting is also after you've already done your warm up, so you have more time to stretch. Um. Yeah, you have more more to stretch. Okay, don't get me wrong. For the guys who like there just to pass RPT and just to get the three hundred bucks, but <laughs> the whole intention of the of, uh, the proper way of having RPT is the whole intention is to have strong soldiers, fit soldiers. Yep, there should be a deadlift. That should be a farmer's walk or carry, where they hold weights on your hands. Um. Yeah, at least these two and the pull up, have the bloody pull up back. No, I okay. think we, I think we should focus more emphasis on the. Uh, I think they have a fifteen like there's an obstacle course to some extent as well. Uh, SOC is good uh It's good, but there should be more like different other obstacles. Yeah, longer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Longer, longer distances. Exactly. I think yeah, and. It's yeah, so, yeah so I, subjective. I I don't know. I feel like a deadlift is, regardless, regardless, Is easier a, a Olympic bar deadlift or a hex bar deadlift. Picking things up from the ground is a very human thing to do. You do it every day. Bending your lower body, going if you realize right on a natural. Every time we, we tell people like, "Hey guys, let's do a deadlift," or they'd be like, "Oh okay, let's get into position." Our I activate my legs and then I activate my core, my straighten my arms, my biceps showing up, and I pull up. But if you realize, if you drop, let's say, your phone on the ground, yep, and you pick it up, for the most part, for most people, the way you pick your phone up is your deadlift motion. Yeah, but you see, what if there's a, like a chick nearby and you want to impress her, then you like want to like flex on their biceps, you pick up your phone. Uh, simple Uh, so hard but look at my biceps as well I really don't know what kind of chick you're impressing but I really don't think chicks are impressed by having big bulging biceps really? I don't know (laughs) maybe that's why I was single for so long oh uh... impressing the wrong kind of people Hey you're... Lucas girlfriend, if you're hearing this right now, he is <laughs> loving you to the core right now because he is single for the most part of his life. He is missing you. And uh call him. Call him. <laughs> He's hurting right now. I, I'm more like I like, that's what I mean, no, by by I just I, wondering, you know, like like because be, like you know like talking about flexing, right? Let's just um we're gonna say like give an example of flex. I think this like me and Brent were in the gym Monday. day. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, there was this. I think out of all the like 20 plus dudes, there was this one girl that was minding her own business. So she was at the uh, Smith, Smith machine, right? Smith machine, yeah. And then there's this guy that was doing squats. And then he went up to her <laughs> and he was like, hey, look, um, can you, I want to video my form, but is it possible if you could help me video? Oh, yeah. Video Dude, that, was that the Coven Gym? Yeah, yeah. Then he's like, yeah, they like, Video my squats you know, because I'm to see like you know my, my form and everything. I'm pretty sure that's why you said, like, you know, like, um, like all, all we could hear was, oh, Look, I'm a douchebag and um, I'm trying to hit on you. And uh, you know, like, oh, okay, um, okay. I got okay. no other reason to talk for, to you. For the so video. Who, who are listening to this podcast, she was quite cute. And for my girlfriend who's listening to this podcast, she's not cute. I'm just <laughs> kidding, okay? I'm just kidding. It was all jokes. Yeah, I mean, she was cute, but like, we want to just go there and like, we know, we know how it feels. Like, we, we know, we have friends that are famous and they go into the gym they're just like oh, just, I just want to just do my own thing and my own business I don't need you to like yeah yeah we're doing our own thing to, like, yeah. to, like you know so, so like I was like you know I mean you, you observe her beauty then you're like okay like, this, like do your cute, own thing. like oh okay yeah you know like I'm pretty sure that like, some girls also think like some guys are cute but they won't like ask the guy like oh can you like you know no, they just do they their picture thing picture of me yeah. yeah but so the girl was like oh, that was so I felt so bad for her because after that, like, when he was doing his own thing, he again went out to her and start chatting. <laughs> Alright, yeah. like, oh uh, um what did he, what did he say? <laughs> I said remember the whole <laughs> the whole situation. Lucas and I were like look <laughs> 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 like, we were at the bench, we we're doing uh are we doing uh, uh bench press <laughs> and Lucas was like giving me the stare and <laughs> I was like, Okay, yeah, I saw yeah. I looking at that. And <laughs> he was like, oh, can you um uh, yeah, what's it called uh? what's like, thing? Like, like, like voiceover voiceover no no voiceover what the fuck is it what's it called airdrop he's like can you airdrop it to me oh yeah 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 like oh yeah, my airdrop yeah. my airdrop don't have I cannot like can, can I have your number instead yeah. like bro come on yeah we are thinking <laughs> of all the possible like douchebag things that a guy could possibly say <laughs> to try and you know slide in and get himself into that
1: Perfect oh, situation,
0: slimy fella to score that touchdown. But mm. honestly, like we should totally do a podcast on that. But we have like someone else, like with another girl to to show her, like you know, to show hey, her, her a point We should have a. We should have a chick on 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 this podcast to have yeah. a, a good balance, because we're like, always talking about on our perspective. Yeah. What's theirs? What, no, that's yeah. true. That's you know to know to know like yeah to know our douchebags <laughs> in the gym. As well. But that was honestly one of the most uh, funniest Ballsy I thing just... though. was so ballsy, yeah. dude. to <laughs> so well. now, it, it always sticks in my head. That guy. I still see him in the gym. He always stares at me. I don't know why.
1: I know I I'm know handsome.
0: You... Oh. There's a difference. La. I know no, i No wonder you... no, you're single for so long. La. I don't understand why. La. No, it's just that I, I don't, you know, I, I prefer the company of women. This guy may prefer the company of men. And um, there's no problem with that. It's just that you know, you're, you're looking Looking the wrong market. Mm-hmm. yeah Anyways, uh, for those let's let's wrap it up. For 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 those who are listen, we are waiting for the podcast on transgender athletes. I would like to say that it's gonna take some time because it's such a uh, touchy and controversial subject. <laughs> it's not easy to give a very unbiased stance. So, we are working on that. That's for sure. And if you do know people who are transgender, male to female, female to male, and do uh, they, and they're athletes, uh, or if they're not athletes, and they would like to share their opinions, let us know. Yeah, if, if you're they, to it. You know. Yeah, and if they do, would not like to be on audio, and if they would like to send us an email instead, go for it. Um, because at the end of the day, we really don't care... Uh, who you are as an individual, rights or no rights, guy, girl, whatever your race is or religion is, let us know how you feel when you do sports. Let us know if you feel any discrimination. Let's talk about it. The conversation is always healthy, regardless of its ending, because... I got no because. (laughs) I got no way to answer that. But uh, let us know and of course, this whole podcast is brought to you by our experiences and our opinions. And oh our oh my god, sponsors. I just said opinionsers again. We have no sponsors, opinions. Lucas. Well, it's I'm... better than opinions. Yeah, The same. The same. This is the second time I'm saying it. You know what? I should go back to primary school and like relearn English, huh? Opinionsers. Opinions. How do you spell it? Use it in a sentence. Use <laughs> it in a sentence. A sentences. Okay, okay. In my defense. In my defense. I'm having an 18-year Grand finish right now. So that's... No excuse. No excuses. Okay, you do not fine. take a yes. test half drunk. Oh. <laughs> I'm not drunk, but... Okay, fine. But Anyways, let us know if you have any opinions, guys. Let us know how you feel about this. If you don't agree with us, again, drop an email, DM us. Locals will be there on social media to reply you guys. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys would like to hear next. And, uh, stay tuned. All right. All right. See you guys soon. Bye.